This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Hello, Metro FM family. This is your brother Jonathan with DHL Ministries. Joining you again, it's just every few days we get to be together and it's so exciting for me. This message here is a continuation of the last message we had. We're moving on to some verses, but we also asked you guys to give us something to pray about, right? Well, praise God, several of you did request prayer and that gives us a target. You know, as Christians, we are people of prayer. That is what we should be known for. That is our primary go-to. And we need to believe that God is hearing us when we pray according to His will, when we enter into His presence, when we trust and believe that He will shape our prayers as we talk with Him, and it lines up with the Word of God and His will for our life, they will be effective and fervent prayers. So my prayers aren't for you. My prayers are with you, family. If you've called in for prayer or you've sent in texts for prayer or you've joined the WhatsApp group and asked for prayer, remember, I'm praying with you, not for you. I'm a man like anyone else. In Christianity, we become in touch with who we are as spiritual beings. We become saved by the blood of Jesus and we can have effective and fervent prayers. And we pray together corporately as a family and it moves mountains. Amen? Amen. Well, we're going to open up with these prayers and then we will get into today's message. So would you join me in prayer? Amen. Father God, I just thank you for bringing us together once again, a day that was not promised. Lord, redeeming the time and entering into your presence. We want the fullness of joy. We want to feel your strength and boldness. But God, I ask you first and foremost to forgive us of our sin and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. You're such a holy God. And you're such a graceful God and a merciful God. And we come before you now in awe and in worship and in the spirit of thanksgiving. Lord God, we can all count our blessings and see how you've saved us and are sanctifying us, setting us aside for your purposes. And Lord, we trust that you already know these prayers before we speak them. But we know, Lord, it's a process of developing us and giving us your perspective. So we'll pray them accurately. So we'll pray them persistently. So we'll pray them wholeheartedly and faithfully, Lord God. We trust you in all these situations. As I open up prayer, I'm lifting up prayer for Kelvin, Lord God. Brother Kelvin is asking for help and blessing his barbershop as his source of income, that God, your favor would rest upon this barbershop, Lord, and I thank you for your hedge of protection around it. I thank you in the midst of all this that Brother Kelvin is being sensitive to the needs of others around him. I know, Lord God, you're keeping everything uh, sanitized by your hand, Lord God. And I thank you for the conversations that go on in this place that would be edifying unto you, that would be um, glorifying unto you, Lord God, that would be encouraging, that folks would leave with more than just a haircut. Lord God, they would feel your power and your presence and your favor upon this establishment. Thank you, Lord God. I also, Lord God, want to lift up Faru and her exams, but everyone who's having exams, Father, it's a very tense time, and Lord, we know we need your peace. 
We need your guidance. We need you to recall for us the things that we've put in there. And Lord God, I pray that Faru has great success on her exams. I pray, Father God, that anyone who's putting their, their mind to accomplishing better things and developing their brain and focusing on worshiping you in all that they do, Lord God, that you would set them apart for your purposes, gracious Heavenly Father, that you give them peace in the process and allow them to rise above, Lord God, the circumstances and situation, and that they would encourage their fellow students, Heavenly Father. It's not a spirit of competition that that gains the lead, Lord God. It's the humility that can only come through serving you, that people who have learned these ways of studying would share it with others, would encourage others, would would teach and challenge one another, Lord God, that they would grow in this process. I thank you, Lord God. And also, Lord God, we have these prayers here that I'm sure represent more than the people asking for them. I pray, Lord God, and I believe that it's you that's inspiring us to pray for businesses in the time of COVID, to pray for studying of exams lord god as the as the dynamics of studying are different they're online and they're not in person and there's a lot of stress and strain and also in this case for a mother's comfort as she recently lost her husband heavenly father this family's praying for her comfort we know you as the god of all comfort lord god we know that you can enter into this situation that you can uh Lord God, just make yourself known and feel your peace that surpasses all understanding. As Jesus rested in the boat in the midst of the storm, you can give peace to the heart of this woman. You can give assurance to her, Lord God, of your power and presence in and around her life, Lord. And I thank you, Lord God, that you can give her family members words to speak. And you can also gently let them know when to just be present, just to be present, Lord God. I thank you, Father God. I pray for John's spiritual strength, Lord God. He wants to be a full-time pastor. And Heavenly Father, you know what kind of declaration that is. And so I pray for your hedge of protection around him. I pray for your strength through him. I pray he do it all to honor and glorify you. Heavenly Father, that, that as he decrease, you increase in his life. Thank you, Lord, for providing resources. Thank you, Lord, for giving him intense focus and, and deep rest and a balanced life, Lord, that would serve you each and every day. And the last one is against the spirit of anger. Heavenly Father, for anonymity's sake, I pray with this person, with this brother in Christ, with this issue right now because we all have this in some way shape or form this spirit of anger lord god we come against in the name of jesus christ we know it's based in fear lord god we know it drives us into addiction we know lord god that it's a part of it can be from not knowing our worth and our value to you and our developing our relationship with you insecurities lord all these things that are magnified by the enemy i i lord i ask you to come in and give peace in this situation, in this man's life. I pray, Lord God, for your love that conquers all, that your unconditional love, your perfect love, cast out the fear in the base of the anger in this household that is being mentioned. And I ask you, Lord God, to equip everyone who has a battle with fear, who has a battle with anger, who has a short fuse and a and a quick temper, Lord God, that you would disrupt that cycle, that you would bring your peace in that matter, and that you would have your way, Lord God. 
I thank you, Lord. I thank you. And of course, I'm praying that everyone who's requested prayers, salvation is intact. I pray, Lord God, that they have accepted you into their life. And I pray, Heavenly Father, that you would enter them into discipleship. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we're going to pray for you every time we get together. There is nothing more powerful than the power of prayer. And it wasn't the words that I used or the person that I am, but it's your faith, your faith, your faith that attaches with my faith as we pray the word of God over a situation, as we pray for the will of God and trust him. And that's what moves mountains. And you feel closer to God and you feel like he's heard you. Amen. 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 Well, we're moving forward now and we're in 1 John chapter 1 verses 5 through 10. Now we're going to park it here. We're changing the format a little bit. We're affording time for prayer. And so I'm not going to rush through this section because this section is really powerful. So we will try to talk about this again come Sunday. And rest assured, so you'll have the notes and we'll talk about it again. Um, we're going to read these verses right now. Ready? 1 John chapter 1 verse 5 through 10 says... This, then, is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ his Son cleanseth us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make Him a liar, and His word is not in us. Very powerful section of Scripture, family. Very powerful section of Scripture. And there are so many cross-references that spin off from this that I... I don't want to ignore. We can easily park here and discuss this for the next several days. I'm going to let the Spirit of God decide how long we're going to stay here. But the message is at the core of all of this is the proof of fellowship. I will call it the proof of fellowship. That's what I would like to focus on today is the proof of fellowship. Now, fellowship does not mean not having conflict. Fellowship does not mean everything's always peachy keen and hunky-dory. No, fellowship is a relationship that does have the dynamics of challenge, that does have the need for his overcoming power. In fact, he is at the center of this fellowship, and it's a byproduct or a proof or a visible example that we are in him. People who say they don't need fellowship, that they're just going to read their Bible and have their own relationship, well, they're avoiding the drama, and there is drama. There's drama in every family. There's drama in every relationship eventually. And when they isolate themselves, when they forsake the assembling together of the saints, even with COVID, when they forsake getting together however we can get together to pray for one another, to encourage one another, to share the Word of God, when they stop doing that, they're starting to get outside the will of God. We need 
need fellowship with one another. If you got to do it online, if you do it on the phone, if you do it by mail, whatever you do, there needs to be accountability. There needs You need to see your life through other people's perspective and God will use them to confirm the word that he's sharing with you to, to guide you in your prayer. You know, when everybody gets together and prays about one thing, some people will bring up certain scriptures, some people will bring up certain aspects of something and it becomes really powerful and the person who originally offered the petition hears these things and it shapes the prayer and it molds it to the will of God. Some will say things contrary to the outcome that the that the petitioner wants. And that's not being mean. It's just that when we pray to God, we're saying, I trust you with this matter. I trust you with your timing. I trust you in doing it your way. That's the best way. And so when we have fellowship with each other, when we protect fellowship with each other, when we promote fellowship with each other, this is a byproduct of being directly connected with the one who is the light or the truth, not the darkness. That's a really powerful point here, guys. Fellowship with one another and the desire for fellowship and the protection of fellowship, meaning if someone's offended, you go and try to mend that offense. You're using the word of God to continue to build that body of fellowship. And now it's very much uh, more intimate in household Bible studies and whatever groups you're allowed to gather together or just even in your family. Did you know that in your family, you've got blood relatives And those same blood relatives, if they are saved, they are your family in Jesus Christ. Two different things. Now, I know they say blood is thicker than water. I get it. But when you're talking about salvation, your family in Christ is your eternal family. And they get priority. Now, praise God, if your whole family, your blood family, knows Jesus Christ and serves him, hallelujah, you've got a double blessing right there. You've got a blessing of having a a blood relative and blood family, and you've got the blessing of having seen them or been around them or hear them speak the word of God. And so you need to develop that family in Christ. Now, sometimes the commitment to God in Christ will help you to overlook a matter in life. Because the commitment that this fellowship is based on is your relationship with God. If you are having any problems with someone and you take it to God, he may remind you that you just thanked him for that person in your life not too long ago, that you just called that person a blessing to your church, and now you're trying to complain about them or so discord or what have you. So prayer is powerful. Praying out loud, I believe, is really a powerful thing. There are times you pray to yourself, but praying out loud will help you to hear what you're praying for and receive the correction of God. Remember, he only corrects the ones he loves. Amen. So as we're going through here, it says, if we say we have fellowship in verse six, if we say we have fellowship with him and we walk in darkness, we lie. We do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. One final note for today or point within this section, and I still plan to review this and and, and dig deeper in this on Sunday. It says, if we say that we have fellowship with him and we walk in darkness, then we lie. Now, we are not to walk or be consistent in our patterns of sin. If you are sinning, you are aware that you're a sinner. If you are practicing sin, developing it, refining it, 
worshiping it is different. If you're doing it over and over again without trying to change, you're on that line somewhere. You know, it's between you and God. But when we are walking in Him, there is no darkness. When you're seeking His face, you're not going to be sinning because by His power, because of His presence, He will keep you from that. Now, when you start to stray and you start to do things more often, they become a concern. Check your prayer life. Check your hearing the word life. Check your reading and studying the Bible life. Chances are you haven't even worshipped God lately, if that be the case. So that's your checklist. As you grow out of these things, you're coming out of the lifestyle of God. You're more likely to slip into your old actions, your old nature, and to give in to temptation. But when the desire of God fills your heart, there is nothing for the temptation to connect to. Because temptation, uh, as you're drawn into sin, it's by your own desire in your heart, it says in James. That's how sin is conceived. That's how sin is born. That's how sin goes on to mature in your life. So break the cycle. Start patterns of worshiping God. Start patterns of praising God. Have a consistent habit of hearing the Word of God. Be consistent in your reading and studying the Word of God. I'm not done. And learn to enjoy and get into memorizing and meditating on the Word of God. As you memorize a scripture, you're actually meditating on it. You're chewing on it. So all that going out today with the prayer request that was something new with 1 John 1, 5 through 10, we started on, and I believe we'll finish it on Sunday. And also this, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, come with me on the ABCs right now. A, admit you're a sinner, that you have fallen short, that you're not living the life God's given you. B, believe, means trust and rely on the fact that Jesus Christ is God. He died for your sin and made a way for you back to the Father. And C, confess this to someone else, that they would help you to grow into discipleship. Admit, believe, and confess. And then you will have entered into conversion and develop into discipleship. Keep joining us here twice a week on Wednesday and Sunday on Metro FM, which is broadcast on Radio Box. DHL Ministries is also on Anchor.tv. We're on, we're on YouTube. But listen, if you want to join the WhatsApp group and get these notes ahead of time and get some additional features and benefits, Join the WhatsApp group by texting to 260-97583-6324. Join the WhatsApp group. Give us your prayer requests at 260-97583-6324. If you search DHL Ministries on your search engine, you will see all of the podcasts. You will see all of the availability of the radio things shared here on Metro FM, things shared on Radio Box, you'll see those accessible to you and you won't have to download them. If you download the Anchor app or you're able to download Spotify or iTunes or whatever you're able to get, we're on there already. You don't have to download the audio. You can just listen to the podcast. Amen. So again, DHL Ministries, we're thankful to Metro FM. We're thankful to Radio Box and YouTube. And we so look forward to being with you again on Sunday. Join me again. Get the notes. Join the group. Let's hear about your prayer requests. God bless you all. We praise God together in Jesus' name. Amen.